proud of our team. I thought uh, we played with a with a great mentality, a great toughness. Um, obviously, being able to come up with a win in, in this conference is is always tough. And uh, you know, I thought our home crowd really helped us, and and we were able to do some good things there. And and uh, excited about that win. All right, thank you, Coach. We'll start off with uh, Mike Barber. Mike. Good morning, Ricky. Uh, when you look at uh, JMU and particularly their quarterback, Jordan McLeod, uh, what things are he do what things are he doing well and, and what has he kind of got more comfortable as this season progressed? I think uh, and, and this is for me, this is an ultimate compliment when I say this. Uh, the ball's going where it's supposed to go. You know, and I think that uh, you know, that's where I've seen and I, I've just they run a wide variety of passing game. Um, you know, they do a nice job of attacking you uh, horizontally and vertically, and he's and he's really doing a nice job of getting the ball to go where it's supposed to go, whether it's in the run game, whether it's in the pass game, um, pulling it when he's supposed to, throwing a bubble when he's supposed to in the run game, you know, taking the check down when he needs to in the pass game, ball out to the first read, um, taking his shots when he's supposed to. Uh, I just think that he's he's done a nice job. And then he will sit in that pocket, and, and he's very athletic, um, but he will sit in that pocket and he will um, take one right in the teeth um, in order to throw a ball. And I think uh, for anybody who watched me play, I was nowhere near the athlete that he was. But I, if I could do one thing well, I could I could take a shot, you know, um, and that sort of thing. And you know, most of the time it was because I missed a hot route. But um, uh, but, you know, he doesn't do that. So, you know, he's he's done he's done some really nice things there. When I talked to Jason Henderson, uh, I guess last week, he, he mentioned his relationship with you going back to the Penn State days. And one of the things he said was, you know, the open door policy, he can come in and talk to you about anything. Um, I'm curious, when you made the transition from assistant coach to head coach, for some head coaches, that's hard. To, <laughs> they, they no longer are the guy, right, players go talk to. You talk to your position coach, your assistant coach, your GA, maybe more than your head coach. What have you found um, has changed in communication once you became the boss? Uh, I think it's the process, you know, for me, I, I needed to, you know, I mean, I changed my office around this year so that I could literally leave my door open more often. So guys would feel like they could come in. Um, you know, now I, I rarely close my door. It's, it's really right now is one of the times when my door is closed when I'm doing these sort of things. So I think that's part of it. But the other thing I've, I've realized is, how impactful my words are, you know, just a, a simple sentence I might say to a guy in the hallway um, can really impact his day positively or negatively, right? Where maybe before as an assistant, um, they would have just let that, you know, um, water off a duck's back there. But now I, it, it matters a, a lot more. So it, it's all a learning process for me. You know, I look at this league and I, and I see some of the experience that these other head coaches have and, and, uh, um, you know, I know that they've been through some of this sort of stuff. So I just, for me, it's a, it's a learning process, uh, each and every day. And, and I'm not afraid to admit that, you know, I mean, I, I think we're all going to learn. I, I, I think every head coach should be learning all the time, but for me, obviously the, the lessons come a little bit more fast and furious. Is Jason one of those guys who takes advantage of that, uh, that open door layout? Oh yeah. Yeah. And we, and we do have a good, we do have a good, uh, um relationship where you know i can kind of see if he's off a little bit 
you know, I think he can kind of see if I'm off. And I, and, and sometimes there's some of that, uh, you know, I mean, I think the guys have done a not really nice job of that this year is um, they've gone out of their way to, to develop a relationship with me. You know, I have 115 guys on the team, so it's hard for me to necessarily always go out and have those relationships with everybody. Um, they, but they've been coming to me. Right. I mean, uh, Steph DeBose will just stop in my office and I'm like, what's up, man? And, and he's like, nothing. I just wanted to say hi and, you know, just see how you were doing today. And um, and it, and that's really been helpful. Um, you know, the guy's been able to do that. I've been able to, you know, kind of head some things off that I've seen. Hey, this guy seems off today a little bit more than normal and that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've really been proud of our team about how much they've gone out of their way. Um to develop a relationship with me. And so I think it speaks more about the type of young men we have necessarily than, you know, me and my policies. Thank you. Go over to uh, Shane. Shane. Yeah. Um, I guess similar about the open door policy and everything. Uh, you know, Xavier Black was just speaking to him about coming in as a walk on. He said his first few practices, he felt like, you know, he was probably only identified by his number people figured out who he was was there a point early in his career where you kind of identified him as a guy who would eventually get on the field and do what he's doing for you i mean i was his competitiveness always showed up and and i i would i would tell him that i that when i first got here i probably only knew everybody by their number <laughs> so i mean you know you, you're kind of you know um drinking through a fire hose there for a while and, and that sort of thing um you know i didn't it's funny. I didn't really even know who was on scholarship and who wasn't, um, you know, and, and and so I just wanted to know who was going to play. You know, we've been able to have some guys earn some scholarships um, here. There's been one or two guys every single year that I've been here, walk-ons that have earned a scholarship. Uh, and I think that that's one of our advantages that we can have here at Old Dominion is we can have um, a great, you know, walk-on pool um, and guys that can really make some plays, uh, particularly because, you know, we're one of the more affordable schools in the state of Virginia. So, um, you know, for X, he, he's a guy who loves ball. He's a guy who competes. Um, he's a guy who's got a lot of grit to him, which which I love. And and so those sort of things did they did stand out early. Does it say something about him where, you know, he comes in as a walk on, then all the COVID stuff happens. He has to go home. He still comes back and, you know, kind of works his way through the program. Does it say something about him that he stuck through all that stuff? No. Yeah. I mean, I think it says something about every single kid in America who battled through COVID and was able to find a way to get better and, and find a way to keep going through that sort of thing, because that was not easy um, on, on those guys, you know, particularly because they didn't know what to expect and what was coming next. You know, an athlete's life is about continuity. And while they sometimes complain about the structure and complain about how many things they have on their schedule, the reality of it is, is they crave it and they need it because that's what they've become accustomed to. That time period was not about that. It was about being able to adjust and being able to adapt. And, and you know, um, I think uh, it really um, all the young men who battled through that and, and, and young women, all, every athlete in the country who battled through that. I mean, deserves some praise because that was not an easy thing. 